The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to a brand new episode of the panel discussion, motherfucker. Thanks, Bear. Thanks, uh, Stooley. Appreciate it. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside me... Schmitty is here. Yes, from folks now. Now, uh, don't worry, I'm not using a voice modulator right now. This is uh, this is my voice. Now, with... Uh, you sound like shit! Well, no, I have a reason for this. Now, some people like this smooth... Smoky baritone voice that I'm using right now. Now you see, uh, man, have you experienced inflation lately? I think all of us Americans have experienced the inflation with the gas pump. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Oh, Stooley, you drive. Well, no, I'm not talking about that gas, Stooley. I'm talking about gasoline that you put in your vehicle to drive from place to I place. I drive a Model T. Fuck oh, you. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I thought that used uh, meth- methane fuel. No. Nope. I thought. <laughs> so. Oh, oh, that's some methane right there. But you see, there, there's been some. There's some been some price hikes, you know, grocery store, you know, I, eggs went up $2 for 18 and all, we're all feeling the squeeze, folks. We're all sure. feeling, so you see, Baron and I, we, we decided to get second jobs. Now, Baron, he's unfortunately working tonight, but uh, all week, we, we filed for a job on a, a 1-900 number, hotline, oh. sex line, you see. Cool. Yeah, and uh, we, were, we were told that we'd make more money if we had raspy sensual voice. So Baron and I, we spent all week just smoking. Smoking cigarette after cigarette after cigarette. I have never smoked so many cigarettes. Baron, he was going unfiltered. The man's an animal. He normally goes in with his little cigarette holder. He was classy about it. He put on a smoking coat. I didn't have a smoking coat. Uh so now all my all my coats smell like smoke. I used to sell cigarettes to the kids back in the 30s. Oh, that's just, well, back in the 30s, that helped uh, stunt their growth so they'd stay out of the Army, right? That's what they did? Yeah. Stay out of WW1, maybe WW2. It was a good way to pass the time during the Depression. Yeah, yeah, talk about Depression. You needed a little boost back then, folks, in the Depression. So uh, we might be on borderline Depression, so I figure I'd start smoking. I took it up. Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling high. That nicotine kicks in, I tell you. But now this is my voice now, so it's sensual. So I'm making tips hand over fist while I'm giving people hands on their fists. You get what I'm going with. Their hands are on something else while I talk to them. You know, the private parts. Cause of course. Yeah, you know, I'm getting them off while they get my bank account off, you know? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, folks, you know, it's a pinch. This is... This is this is Schmitty here, Baron. He's he's working. Hopefully, he comes he comes home with a nice big fat paycheck. Let me fill up that vehicle. It's a forty gallon tank. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of tank. That's a that's a lot of. That's fuel. a lot of booty. That is a lot of booty. And if you ain't booty, then your name could be Rudy playing for Notre Dame. I always love. It makes me cry. That that fighting Irishman. <laughs> God bless Rudy. Um. Slow week this week. Very Smitty. slow. That's why I was smoking so much. I, yeah, it was. It was I'm getting ready for my job. Not a whole lot happening. I got you know some, some cool things that popped up. Um, a couple well, we, cool we, little things. We were talking about where are those Netflix shows going to wind up? Our Daredevils, our Luke Cage's, or Jessica Jones, our Punisher, and everybody's favorite Iron Fist. Where is he going to show up? We speculated Hulu. But apparently they put them right on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, we have to change our settings. Yeah, my kids went to go use my account. I said, Dad, what's this shenanigans? You got to put in a code? They go, you're going to have to use your mother's account now, kids. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I like that they, they're they putting it there. I was kind of surprised, in fact. I, I really thought they were going to put them on Hulu. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm cool with them keeping it all together. I know there's a lot of outrage from parents about nah, Disney+. Plus. Just watch your kids. Stop having the TV do your parenting. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Huh? How about it? That's what Pete Rose asked Kane, who also used a full voice modulator back at WrestleMania 14 and 15. Pete Rose would ask him, how about it? He left two tickets for Bill Buckner, but he couldn't bend over to pick them up. How about it? Pete Rose is a national treasure. He sure is. He should be in the Hall of Fame. 
He I can't be. stand that he's not. He should be. It's a terrible um, thing that he's not. So yeah, so that that's all. Uh, they're all together. All yeah. So I, what together. do you think? You think this is going to open a door for Deadpool? <clears throat> Deadpool's on Disney Plus. Perhaps Predator, Alien franchise. Maybe Die Hard. Die Hard Two, where you die harder. <laughs> die Hard, perhaps with a vengeance. Live free or die hard. Um, a good day to die hard. All those miraculous films could be at our fingertips on Disney+. Plus. It's there. I hope. It is there. The window has been opened. Yeah. So. Maybe Terminator. Terminator I did see. Two. I don't know. How I, I, like That's I, when it was a judgment day, you see. I don't know if you've seen this. They're putting. I know it's it's kind of. It's still MCU canon. But um, and Norton's Hulk is going on HBO Max. Oh, that's what the Universal stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because Universal wasn't that on, Dis- on Disney no, Plus? That was though? Never it was on never Disney on Plus. there. Nope. Mm-hmm. I could have swore it was. That's it's got one of those loopholes like the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, where that's I'm sad that Sony. we're never gonna yeah. get that on Disney Plus. I so I don't buy hard copies anymore. So like DVDs because so I don't know when I'm gonna see. That Spider-Man was a good again. show. Hard copy. They they really brought the facts. Never <laughs> never seen it. <laughs> hard hitting news, folks. Hard hitting. The hardest of hard. Um, let's see. Batman's doing pretty well as of Sunday. Happy to hear. Happy to hear it's doing well. Near $600 million at the worldwide box office, which is pretty cool. Um, some sad news in the world of morning television. Maury oh, Povich is retiring after 31 seasons. How are all those women going to find out who or who is not the father? I have no idea. But Maury is not the guy. Oh, man. Who's filling in for him? Like when they didn't Springer. say they said it's done. <clears throat> they said it's done. Really? So Steve Wilkos is going to come in and swoop in. He should take that. It's that a slot. sizable market. Man, there's going to be a lot. I used of... to love cable television, like staying home from school, and I would start off my day watching Maury. Maury and Judge Judy. That was a one-two punch. Judy, Judge Judy was cool. Yeah, I knew. We knew one person that was on there. Oh yeah, remember Soundcheck Sully? Oh, he was on there? He was on there for a legitimate thing. <laughs> yeah. How'd he fare with the judge? Because she didn't take no uh, I guff. can't remember. It was a very, very long time. I can't remember. Knowing, knowing Soundcheck Sully, folks, he was a surly character. Yes. Uh, R.I.P. No, knowing him, he probably didn't fare too well with the no guff nonsense <laughs> of one Judge Judith. No. No. R.I.P. Sully. But, uh, yeah, he was on there. I remember them talking about it. Um, a couple other little things. I've been I've been trying to keep up on comment, on pop culture news a little bit better, so I can help help out the show. I have not. I was too busy smoking. You see, <laughs> uh, Godzilla versus Kong two. They're doing a sequel. The sequel starts filming in Australia later this year. Wow, that's good. I'm happy to hear that. I, they're friends now, though. How can they? How can they be? How can they, be well, they were like friends due to happenstance. That's due, fair. Due to just Mecha Godzilla. What do you think of the first one? I don't think we ever talked about it. Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, I, I don't mean, think we. I don't think we talked about it on the show. I mean, it was what it was. It wasn't a masterpiece, but it wasn't meant to be. I enjoyed it. it I like the the final fight was cool. I'm a big Mecha Godzilla fan. Like, okay. Like, I mean, I'm not like diehard like knowing his lo- the, the lore of Mecha Godzilla. I know enough. Yeah, but I get excited when I see Mecha Godzilla. My brother grew up a big Godzilla fan, and he used to have all the video games where the, the like the open world fight him. And I pick Mecha Godzilla all the time. I mean, it beat cool. the shit out of Rampage for sure. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't great, but it was Godzilla versus Kong. It was awesome. Yeah, I have a friend who co- co- really close friend who's like a huge Godzilla fan. Like that's his that's his go to. He loves Godzilla. He's seen every single. Uh, iteration of Godzilla that you can. Um, and he he's like, yeah, it doesn't stay so true to the source material, but it was fun, it was entertaining, totally. like Thumbs up, loved it. It's great. I thought Kong was a star in it. Kong was awesome. He was pretty cool. I, I did I did enjoy the... the, the uh, I did enjoy the story of it. That was the first movie we went and seen when uh, when theaters started opening back up. I do up. remember that, yeah. I, I think I did mention it. I think I, I did, did mention not it. I see it on the big screen. I was one of those cop-outs who was just like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Because right, it was on HBO But Max. I could definitely see how seeing that in the big theater would, would, uh, would it uh, added make to that. It, yeah, it was sure. definitely one of those movies where you had to see. But the fact that they're making a second one is uh, I'm happy about cool. that. What, I'm just going to call it Godzilla vs. Kong Round 2. Uh, it, right now, it's just Godzilla versus Kong too. That's, I that's just hope their... they call it "Let Them Fight." <laughs> that would be pretty neat. Uh, Mix that with the Meg. Put the Meg in there. <laughs> They're making a sequel to that. I hope. Why? Because it was great. Jason Statham punched that shark right in the damn nose. <laughs> it's 
fantastic. Uh, do you see this? McDonald's is bringing back the Szechuan sauce. Oh, at the end of the month, there's uh, there's making special Szechuan sauce packaging. I'm, I'm ooh, it's like a it's white and gold like wrapper top. Very nice. But for a limited time, is Mulan coming back to theaters? Probably though? not. Well, those have to go hand in hand. Well, then the last time they brought it back. It's because Rick they and Morty. They brought Szechuan sauce back originally. Oh yeah, a couple years ago. Cause, Did they? Because Rick and Morty. Yeah, it was big. Was it they... when the the uh, reimagining of Mulan was released? No, the live action. It was before. It oh, was, it was, it was considerable. That. I think it was like a year or two before. All right. But yeah, they brought it back because Rick and Morty was popular. I, and they, I, they mentioned. I can't Szechuan. wait to go get my Szechuan sauce and then have to dip it in something that's going to give me immediate diarrhea. <laughs> I should probably schedule my colonoscopy right after that. Because then I won't should. have to do the cleanse. Because right, it's just like their own teriyaki sauce, right? Like, that's all it is. I've never actually uh, experienced the sauce of the Szechuan. So I'm uh, I'm quite looking forward to this. I thought McDonald's got rid of their Happy Meal toys. No, they're supposed they got to go like, all cardboard. Right now. Yeah, they they're Mario supposed Kart. to go all cardboard. Like, the last few times I took my kids there, they got, like, these cardboard cutout things. And then we take them, and I'm like, oh, they went back to the plastic toys. That didn't last long. Yeah, they were doing it for the environment, you see, because they go all this plastic gets, gets chucked out. Which I'll be honest with you, as a parent of three kids, they always give you the same fucking three toys. Give me three different toys, and then I won't throw out two. I took, uh, yeah, I, got... I won't be adding to that barge in the middle of the Pacific. <laughs> the middle of the specific, the specific, that Pacific <laughs> the specific, specific yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they do. They get the Mario Kart toys. My yeah, wife got my... uh, Bowser. Ah, my daughter's hunting for that peach. That sounded dirty. The princess peach. She's looking for the princess. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, up next, I guess they're doing a Wednesday Adams series. Did you know that? I did, yeah. Netflix. And, uh, uh, Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton's doing yeah. it. And Christina Ritchie is returning. Is, she's going to be... She's uh, not going to be Wednesday. Wednesday, she's not. No, she's going to have a different role. <laughs> Interesting. So cool. I did. I was up to up to snuff on the... The cast of that a while ago, but it's been so long I've forgotten. I believe, oh no, uh, Guz, uh, Luis Guzman, I believe. He's playing um, Gomez. Okay. He's he's a wonderful man. I love Luis Guzman. <laughs> Whew. Handsome. And uh, and the last little thing, we're getting a, a trailer for Avatar 2 is supposed to debut I don't before care. Dr. Strait. I hate Avatar, but we might have some listeners that like it. I thought Avatar was the most overrated movie of all time. Yes, yes. I believe I've discussed how... Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just it's, Dances with Wolves. It's widely... It's Pocahontas. It's the same damn movie. It's Yeah. Pocahontas, Matrix. It's the same movie. Same movie. It's, yeah. So. I mean, visually breathtaking, yes. Did it need to be as long as it was? No. Sam Worthington, what he's, what's he been up to besides clashing with Titans and wraithing with Titans... The wrath of those titans. Just Bush League movies. I don't think I've seen him in anything since Salvation. That's right, man. He's got that Avatar money. Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's... Is Scorny Weaver coming back? <laughs> She's got to be coming back. Like the main villain they said is coming back. Didn't he die in the first one? I thought so. He signed on for Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. I can't wait for the dick measuring contest of James Cameron just re-releasing. He's like, what, 72, 73? He's not going to be around to direct all these. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound crass with this, but, like, there's no way. No, I know. But just the fact that he's going to re-release, he's going to re-release over and over and over again until it topples Endgame or Infinity War. He's already re-released Avatar, like, three times. I I think it's Infinity War Endgame. I want to say it's Infinity War. They keep going back and forth. No, it's, see, I, I believe it is. Is that game? game? Yeah. Okay. They keep going back and forth to see who has the b- biggest box office. It's like, oh, my God. Well, it was it like E.T. E- had it. Well, Star Wars had it. Then E.T. had it. And then they re-released Star Wars, and then Star Wars had it. And then they re-released E.T., and then E.T. had it. Yeah. So and cool. then it was Titanic, and then it was all over from there. And it's been James Cameron at the top. Yeah. Stroking his shaft. <laughs> He's like Bono from that South Park episode. He's got to constantly be the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Jim, there's that laugh, Jimbo, I got the... Jimbo. <laughs> oh boy, I got, I got, I got, I got Schmitty to laugh. So That's we're all good. good. Did you see the new South Park, by the way? No. I oh, haven't. South Pat, St. Pa- Patrick's Day special it was. It was, was Chef's good? Kiss. Yes, it was delightful. 
It's been good this year. They went back to like the episodic format. Good, yeah. They didn't go with the, the We were just talking about before uh, with the previous show that was recording in here. And uh, yeah, I'm in the dark. Uh, again, I, I feel like it, I have time now. It's just a matter of getting up and setting it up to push the play. Because right, it's on Paramount, right? No. Paramount. Oh, no, it's on HBO. Oh, HBO. Yeah, it is on HBO. Oh, okay. The only thing that was on Paramount were the the, the, the post-COVID specials, okay. yeah. So, yeah, it's on HBO. So it's good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, that was the quick news stuff I had. Uh, I uh, I saw something today. Now the Secret Invasion show is coming up. Yes. It's sweet Sam Jackson. Did you know Sam Jackson 72? I think we talked about this he last week. He looks amazing. Yeah, that's insane to think about. But... Uh, Amelia Clark has a role in this show, and it's kind of been held under wraps. But um, it's uh, there's a lot of speculation that she's being uh, cast as Abigail Brand. So um, that'd be that'd be kind of a cool fit. I think that that works well. Um, it's a show that uh, I think it's going to be heavily uh, a lot of scroll invasion, right? It's got to be. That's secret invasion. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. So, uh, what Avengers do you think are going to be scrolls? Give me five. There's got to be at least five Avengers that are alive right now that are Skrulls. If we're going to make this legit. Ah, oh, this is tough because there's not really any suspicious. Oh, Agent ones. 13. She, uh, She's not an Avenger, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking like uh, all the all, right. all the range of superheroes here. All of them. Agent 13. Sharon. Is it Sharon? No. Sharon Carter. Yeah, Sharon. Sharon Carter. Yeah, yep. Sharon Carter. Maybe. She's, uh, that one would make sense. Yeah, totally. A little bit. Um, I honestly don't know. I think Captain Marvel's a scroll. That'd be crazy. They might bring back... Oh, no. They, they, it's so hard because I'm trying to picture like what's going on like within their universe. You know what I'm saying? Um, like We see stuff and they're like, oh, wow. Dude, this everybody well everybody knows that Iron Man's dead. It would be kind of cool if a scrawl came back and did Iron Man, but I have no idea. I have no idea how they're going to go about it. But um yeah. Who do you got? Who do you got in mind? Okay, I got two. Those are my two. Then I'm going to go War Machine. How does legs get better so quick? I Star ask Tech. You. Oh, it could be a lot of different things. Happy Hogan, that's another one. Happy Hogan? Happy Hogan. That's why their relationship didn't work. He had weird alien kinks with Aunt May. Enough is enough, Happy. That's right, John Favre. <laughs> the creator of, of all. I don't know. Eh, if I got to go one more, big swing, big swing here. Hmm. Howard the Duck. Oh, I hope he comes in. Got to be somebody space-like. I, although, although I did already have Captain Marvel. Hmm. Wanda. <laughs> Wanda. Scarlet Witch. Going with? Yeah. Okay. Never know. Never know. Could or be. Old Man Rogers. Old Man Rogers. Yeah. Maybe Hank Pym. Oh, it's, it's endless. Everybody. It really, it really could be. I don't know how they got it. It's. How they're going to go about it, which is cool. Because they've done that before where they take various themes from the comic books that were, you know, the big comic book storylines. They're obviously not implemented oh, yeah, like Civil fully. War. Civil War is a yeah. perfect example. Um, and they're going to just, I'm not going to say dumb it down, but just twist it, twist it to Well, they, they make it fit to the MCU. Right. They're not, they're not going to go out of their way to be extremely faithful to the source material, but they'll... You know, wink and a nod enough. Right. But make it fit to the MCU, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think when you try to shoehorn things in, it just doesn't work. No, I agree. I, I there's a couple of people who were like, oh, Civil War is trash. I'm just like, why? So it wasn't anything like the comic book. Like, you fucking idiot. It doesn't have to. It can't be. You're not going to just bring Hercules and all these characters, Fantastic Four in. It's just not how it works. That's not how movie rights go. Nope. But um, let's see. Is there anything else for Marvel? I know that uh, we're a week away. We're going to actually re- be reading some Moon Knight books today, which we're excited about. They dropped a clip. I didn't fully understand the context of it, but they did drop like a minute, minute and a half long clip for Moon Knight 
Um, nice. Oscar Isaac, like, I'm I'm pretty excited for a little redemption for Oscar Isaac because he has had some shit roles over the last. But he's always done so well with them. But minus Apocalypse, I thought he wasn't a terrible Apocalypse. Like I I feel like if that was more so on writing versus acting. The best thing about him in that movie is he's like, oh no, that wasn't me. That was someone else. And people are like, oh okay, yeah, I guess I can believe that. <laughs> like he was so hidden behind that Ivan Ooze makeup. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, such a letdown. But, yeah, I mean, his Poe Dameron role was like a big letdown. I, I, ask I thought he was one of the good. most likable parts of the sequel trilogy. I thought all the cast were great, and the acting was great. It was just the plot. The writing just, and plot was terrible. Yeah. I did not give a shit about Poe Dameron by the end of it. Um, but, yeah, so a little redemption. He's a good, He's a good. you know, got a good, uh, good look to him. Good face. Ex Machina. You just watched that movie and you realize what a powerhouse he is. Yeah. As an actor. He's, he's a very great. he's very yeah. good. So yeah. uh I guess Moon Knight isn't gonna be it's connected, but they're not gonna reference any other MCU stuff currently. Which I'm fine with. Right. You said this about Star Wars that the, there's too many dots that connect yes. right now, and I'm kind of okay with Moon Knight being a little distance. I agree. A reference I wouldn't hate because I, I don't want them to even if you look at Eternals, like the only reference they had was that dinner Captain table America jargon. Right, that was it. Even just, I just need a little reference. I want to know what's connected. I, I want, I don't want to, because now they're doing. All, I just, I could see it being kind of like um, how the first few movies in the MCU were, like little teases. Yeah, little teases here and there. You know, they never referenced them. I not like in like directly, like when. Iron Man 2, he uses like what looks like Cap Shield to prop something up. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, I, I, I'm I fine with stuff like that. Because yeah. everything's been so heavy-handed lately. Reference this and that and that. I'd like to see something it's that can stand on its own feet. I agree. Uh, so, yeah, Moon Knight, we're very excited for that one. Um, former host uh the show, Chris Gull, it's his favorite. We've said it before. It's his favorite comic book character. So he's been dying for a, this this show for a long time. Daredevil, they're rebooting it. They are. It's official. Really? And what do, have they said in what uh, format? Movie, television? I think show? it's going to be television show I, okay. I, I, or Disney Plus streaming service. Because I know show. there there there's heavy speculation that he's going to be involved in the She Hulk show, which would make all the sense in the world. Which is fine. Lawyers, yep. mm-hmm. you know, I get that. So, um, yeah. Cool. It, so I, he's the one we all wanted. He's yeah. the one everybody yeah. wanted. If if anybody was going to get rebooted in the current MCU timeline and technically I mean how do you is it even really a re I mean a reboot in a sense but he's still part of it but he's the one Charlie Cox's Daredevil is the one now have they said like full-blown reboot like fingers crossed they can maybe redo the hand and do it well redo Electra and do it well um I should probably dig that redo up. Bullseye hopefully the only thing that sucks is they've already brought back Kingpin, and, and that Kingpin was not as nearly as good as the other one. But off. yeah, I don't think they're going to. I, I think he's still around. I kicking. hope not. Oh yeah, he's going to be an Echo. I forgot that Echo was getting her own show. Yes, second there. Yes. So um. So yes, there's that. What other MCU stuff do we have? Uh, I feel like there was something more. I guess. I guess not. I did see that um, you were talking about leaked footage. Um, they did leak, uh, like it was a 40 minute play along for the new Lego Star Wars video game, the Skywalker Saga. I cannot saga. fucking wait for that yeah, game. Yeah, I have mine pre ordered. I can't wait. Uh, for what's it. it? What system did you get? Uh, the Switch. Okay. I, that's the only new system that's, I have. That's what I'm going to be getting on, too. I think it's on PS4. I mean, I have a PS4. I don't know where it is, but yeah. I'm going to get mine on the Switch because that's what I got. That is the only video game this year, aside from maybe, uh, you know, maybe Madden. I'm not. I think the biggest Madden fan is. Oh Blake, no! But you, you, there's another game coming out that I'm sure you're going to get. Is it the Fallen Order Two that it they're is, announcing? Uh, the Ninja Turtle. That's not the next year. No, it's releasing. Well, <laughs> technically this year it is. You can pre-order it right now on Amazon, and it is set to be shipped on the 31st of December. Okay, that thing looks cool because that's all the old ones, right? It's all the arc- all the old ones. Yeah, everything. All the you know the arcade games. Uh, it gives you the console games because a lot of those games, the arcade version was different than the console version. Right. So they're giving you both, the arcade and the console. They're giving you tournament fighters, everything, the whole shebang. That's a long time coming. 
That's 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 a really smart move to put that together. There's not there's no Ninja Turtle stuff on the Switch. I don't think either. The only thing they have right now is that um, that game that just released the Nickelodeon like racers. It's basically yeah. like Nickelodeon's version of Mario Kart. Yeah, there's a lot the of turtles are in there. There's a lot of good TMNT games like over the years, especially that that side scrolling beat oh, up yeah, era. Exactly. But yeah, it's a shame that they haven't done a little bit more with it. I remember one day me and my dad my my dad was off of work. I think I was off from school, and me, my dad, and my little brother who was off of school as well. We we sat we rented a TMNT game for the PS2. And we all played it. We we beat the game in one day. They've actually um, the 2012 series. They made some really good games for that for the Xbox 360, and I think it was PlayStation 2 at the time. Okay, and they were they were like a newer version of the side scrollers, right? Where it was kind of the same thing, where you went through this this uh, board and you you know a lot of beat em up foot soldiers, mousers, things like that, and then you got to the end and it was a, a big boss. You fought them and then on to the next one. And those were a lot of fun. They were very similar, but it had obviously more. It wasn't just a size scroller. It was up, down, around. But it had the difference being with this, you would have all four turtles, even if you didn't have four people playing. Okay. So you could switch between That's all cool. four turtles at the same time. That's pretty cool. I like that. Uh, so there was that. And then um, they did. Uh, there, there's been some talks about the Dune sequel, and they're apparently doing an HBO Max spinoff called The Sisterhood. Okay. Um, and. Uh, Dennis Villeneuve has just been saying that you know it's going to be another beautiful journey to the desert. Uh, basically, talking it's going to be you know where we left off with Paul and, and Lady Jessica, and how they their cultures mix with the Freeman. So uh, he said this movie, the sequel movie, he said it's going to be more cinematic than the first one, which okay. I think that was. I, I know that was my major complaint is it just didn't feel. Very grandiose, especially at the end of the movie. Just kind of like, all right, we're walking, and then, whoop, to be continued. <laughs> like, in mid-stride. Like, not, oh, we didn't get to a, uh, a destination along the way. We're literally just mid-stride to where now? So then it, was, it didn't feel, it was anticlimactic. Yeah, for sure. For okay. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not overly excited for it, but um, I'm intrigued, okay. I should say. What about... The rumor going around. Well, it's not even a rumor, but Samuel Jackson brought up the possibility of returning as Mace Windu. He said he made a comment at. Uh, I would love it. Okay, I wanted to get your take on it. Um, I even thought uh, way back in Mandalorian season. You two, thought it was going to be him. I thought it was going to be Mace Windu, especially like I thought that would have been a nice like. All right, they send up the signal with Grogu. Boba Fett's right fucking there. Mace Windu comes out of nowhere because we, we've said this. I've said this numerous times. If you fall in Star Wars, you're completely fine. If that's the way you died, you didn't die. Right. I mean, we saw Luke fall in Empire. He didn't die. Right. We saw the Emperor fall in Return of the Jedi. Did he die? Mm-mm. No. We saw Boba Fett. He fell down a pit. Plus, there's yeah. Did he die? Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. There's nope. money. There's money to be made, and he made a good comment. There's plenty of one-handed characters. Yep. I don't, uh, and it would be mind blowing because people have thought he's been dead for the last, like his character has been dead for the last, Jesus Christ, seventeen years now. Yeah, um, and especially with the way they took the arc of Boba Fett and Book of Boba Fett, like it or not, like that would be his if he's on a trajectory to being a better human, better yeah. person. What better way to like fully close his arc if he comes face to face with his father's killer, and he's. He, he maybe not forgives him, but goes, yeah, you're not, you know, I'm not going to kill you because of this. And even in the Clone Wars, that was many episodes plot where young Boba Fett, like teen angst Boba Fett, was trying to hunt down Mace Windu to kill him. Yeah. So. That's, I mean, that's stuff I would like to see. But yeah, the, I, I, I would. Give me more Sam Jackson. Yes. In anything and everything. While we still Even have, it's shit. While we it doesn't have him, matter. While we yeah. have him. I do, I, I think Mace Windu. Being the most popular non—I mean, would you even kind of main character from that original trilogy? Like outside supporting. of the uh, uh, supporting, heavily, uh, yeah, supporting. So outside of Yoda, Obi Wan, Anakin, Qui Gon, in a sense, I would honestly even say that Yoda was supporting. He like, was when, when mostly I think, until when I episode three. When I think of the main characters, like I even take Star Wars, like the original trilogy, I just go Han, Luke, Leia. Yeah, everybody else is supporting. I agree. So the prequels, I go Obi Wan, Anakin, Padme. Everyone else. That's is the supporting. big three. That's the big three, right? So, but 
you know, you I, talk even the sequel trilogy. You go Rafe and Poe. Yeah, everybody else is supporting. Right. So, yeah. So I want. Yeah. As far as that goes, I, I don't think we've really got to see the best of Mace Windu as a lightsaber duelist either. I don't think we're going to see that though. Even if he comes back, like I think those days are past. Right. He'll be the, the old curmudgeon. He'll be like Al Guinness, where he's just twirling it in semicircles. I would like to see. Yeah. I would like to see him go. I, 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 I would I like got to. See. I would because I feel like that that Emperor Palpatine duel was so disappointing. I know there's only so much they could do with Ian McDermott as you well, know. They had a CGI. Fighting. They could have done whatever they wanted. I, it was just it. It was. It left a lot to be desired. I really want to see Mace Windu go balls to the wall, channeling his dark side, going at it crazy. But I don't know. I I digress. We'll, we'll if it happens, it happens. I hope so. Uh, what else we got for news? Um. Other than that, um, there has the, been some uh, leaky of the plot synopsis for Obi-Wan going to Star Wars, uh, where, you know, there, there's heavy speculation on why how Obi-Wan's going to get off the planet of Tatooine. So he's not just on Tatooine the whole time, which would kind of feel like we've been here, done that with Boba Fett and everything. Yeah. So um, they're heavily speculating that Leia is the one who's in danger and... Obi-Wan's being summoned by Bail Organa to go help and rescue Leia. Um, so that'd be kind of cool. It, it, has, it, it has, get it off planet. So That has been the big rumor. That has been the big rumor about all of it. We really have no idea what the plot is, which is good. I'm, oh, we know I'm there's Inquisitors. Going... We know Vader's in it. Uh, they, I did see where they, I think we talked about it last week, but they did have to rewrite a lot of that show because of similarities with Mandalorian. They did write out Darth Maul. Originally, Darth Maul was supposed to be in it, so now they're putting in, uh, they, they put in Vader instead of Maul, which I think is a better idea. Um, <laughs> uh, I still like that people are just so mad about that one Inquisitor. Oh, I know. It's it's little it's. I mean, weird. I get it, but eh, whatever. I don't. <laughs> I just I can't. I see their point of view, but I just don't care to share it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's not gonna ruin the movie for me. Um, but that's all the news I got for movies. Um, but uh, a lot of toy stuff's been going on, which has been hurting my wallet. Hence, why I had to get a job working that sex line, because I got to pay for my toys. You know. Uh, so between the cigarettes, the gas, the food, and the toys, you know, the clench is on. The wallet clench, you see. And uh, so today, Lego released images of a few Star Wars sets that we knew that were coming, but we didn't know what they would look like. It's this new weird kind of series that they're doing where they're 18-plus sets, but they're it's not like a regular Lego set. It's actually on a raised black base. Okay. Where the set goes inside. And on that black, raised black base, they have, like, the logo of the film that it's from or the film franchise. And then they have a quote that goes hand-in-hand with the scene that you build. So they put up a while back one for Jurassic Park, where it's the scene where the T-Rex is busting out in the rain. Yeah. And it's got the one uh, cruiser upside down, and it's got one that's standing there. And it comes with a T-Rex that its foot's on the the bottom of the the tipped over SUV, and then uh, it's got the one standing in the and off to the side, and it has uh, Alan Grant and Ian Malcolm, and it's got the kids Lexi and Tim, and it's got the quote that says, "Man, I hate being right all the time," which was what Ian said when the T Rex busted out. So that was the first one that they uh, unveiled. Uh, now they've unveiled three Star Wars ones. Um, the first one is the trench run from A New Hope. Where it's a micro scale build, so it's a lot smaller. It's sixty bucks, and it's like a kind of like a ninety degree angle shot of the the trench of the Death Star, and then it's got a little X wing, and it's got two ties, and then it's got Vader's tie in the middle, and then the, it says it's got the Star Wars logo on it, and it says the Force is strong with this one. Right. And the the next one they released or revealed, I should say, because these don't come out, I believe, until May, um, is uh, it's Dagobah, and it's Yoda's hut, the tree in the background, and then it's got Luke, R2, and, and Yoda, and then it's got a little bit of the swamp, and you see, like, a jutting out of the X-Wing, and then it says the famous Yoda quote, do or do not, there is no try. That's awesome. And then the third one they released is uh, the trash compactor scene. Okay. That one's $90. It comes with the trash compactor scene, comes with Luke and Han and, and Stormtrooper Disguise, Leia, Chewbacca, 
Um, and I believe the quote is, I got a bad feeling about this. It's either that or we're going to be a lot thinner. Okay. One of those two. Okay. So That's cool. That was 90, though, which is kind of surprising because when you look at the images of it, it doesn't look like it's... It's a whole lot? Yeah. <coughs> Probably they're basing it off of the scene. Again, but that's the, the other thing I hate is like they... Like they just do nothing but original trilogy stuff. Yeah, I, I would. I do want to see more, more prequel, prequels. sequel. There's a lot of good prequel stuff. Yeah, a lot of good. I, I mean, I like to see one from you know the episode one duel or Mustafar or Geonosis would be a cool freaking one. You know, there's, yeah. There's a lot. They still have yet to make a Geonosis arena, which is like mind boggling. They never done one. Nope. They were going to. They they showed. Images of it in like a a Lego book, like a Scholastic Lego book, but they never actually went full bore with it. Mm. So that would, I feel like if they're gonna do it, it's gonna be with the next couple. That that's something that would pull the trigger on now. I feel. I well, feel they like, you would think they would do it this year because this year is the twentieth anniversary of Attack of the Clones. Yeah, and they have not. They have yet to release or sh- well, I shouldn't say because they did the the. Gunship, but the Republic gunship, they did that, but that's been really about it. So, yeah, they did a little um, figure pack, like a little army builder where you got like three clone troopers and one clone commander. And it came with like their little their little base that they had on Geonosis when they were fighting. Right, right. Okay, but that's really been it. Um, And then today, uh, NECA and uh, it being Tuesday. Well, right now, as as of recording, is Tuesday, um, but Turtle Tuesday, um, they put up for pre-order um, figures for the Secret of the Ooze. So there's a uh, four-pack of all four turtles as they appeared in Secret of the Ooze, which is they are slightly different than the first 1990 movie. There's a little bit of a of a difference between the animatronics. Okay. Um, and this is kind of cool because if you remember, do you remember the VHS case for that movie? It was like a white case. It had the big two on it. Yes. And like the turtles were popping out. So they come in a pack that it looks like a giant VHS tape. Okay. So they come Paying in a there. Homage to that. Okay. Yeah, it looks uh, it looks pretty cool. You get all four turtles. Um, you get their weapons. Obviously, you get uh, a bunch of half-eaten or full slices of pizza. You get a nice like. There's a piece of pizza that you can put on Raph's side. Like in that scene where it's like, go long, Raffy. Yeah. He throws the pizza. <laughs> Touchdown. Uh, it does come with like the sausage links that Michelangelo uses for nunchucks at the beginning of the movie when they're fighting off like the, the robbers. Um, the the cool the, the coolest thing, I think, is it comes with an extra forearm for Donatello where there's a scene where he lifts up his wrist tape and he's got like a watch under there. So they actually made that where you can lift oh, up. Oh, he's got the, a watch? Yeah. Okay. It's that's like, yeah, pretty this cool. time. And so... Um, so that came out. That's 150 bucks. That's a pretty hefty price. But you're paying for the premium box. They did say that those are going to be released in two packs at Walmart later, uh, either this year or early next year. So if you want to wait it out, you can still get those. Um, and these are up for pre-order for the next two weeks. They did also give us an accessory pack for those same turtles for like 60 bucks, And you get alternate heads for all four turtles and I believe you get two alternate heads for Raphael, and you get one where he's got the duct tape over his mouth. Okay. Where he's kidnapped, and they go up, and it's like, it's a little quiet. Yeah, it's a little too quiet. That's like, that's Raph. Yeah, it's a little too Raph. <laughs> and it comes with um, a wolf and a and a um, snapping turtle, just like when they, you know, retro-mutinize Token Razar. And it comes with like a, um, some cloth aprons that you can put on the turtles, like they wore in the movie. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, I know sixty dollars sounds pricey, but they did one of for these the quality. For, it's got to be worth it. Well, they did one of these also for like the nineteen ninety Ninja Turtles, where okay. they had an accessory pack. And if you want to get it now, it's like close to two two hundred fifty dollars. So it's uh, something that if you're on the fence on, I would just get it now, even if you're on the fence about it. And then if you still don't want it, like months from now when you get it, you just sell it and you can make your money back and then some. Okay. Um, and then they did, which was it's I'm I'm I, I wouldn't say I'm upset, but it's like oh man, that kind of sucks as a collector. They did re-release the Token Razar two pack. They released it a while ago, 
for pre-order and it sold super well. And again, it's in one of those two packs that if you want to buy it now in the aftermarket, it's going to cost you double what it originally was. So they did put those back up for pre-order. I It's 80 bucks for Token Razar, worth every penny. They're like I have all the cartoon turtles. I have most of the movie turtles, and those two are my favorite that they've released. They're amazing. Like Toka even has where you can adjust his eyebrows to make him look happy or sad or angry, <clears throat> and then you can even move his beak and everything. So it's amazing. <laughs> uh, so those went up for pre-order today. Like I said, they're going to be available for two weeks. And uh, speaking of NECA, uh, last Friday started the Target. Holothon with NECA. Now, um, it's just NECA products, a lot of different things. Um, and each week, it started last Friday, so this coming Friday, uh, Friday the 1st, and then Friday the 8th, you're supposed to be able to go up on the Target site at 9 a.m. Eastern and get what the exclusives are supposed to be for that day. And you're also supposed to be able to go to the Target stores and get your stuff. Matt, yeah. how do you think that uh, works? Yeah, good luck with that. Motherfucking Target pieces of shit. Fuck. They got to make their money too. Inflation's everywhere. Steve. I know they don't make any money at and all. So they sell. They, they they hawk the toys and they make instead of biweekly pay like a bunch of hawk having li- listen to guys hawk in the palm of their hand and do some stuff. Fucking pieces of shit. Target <laughs> workers. So, Hi, my name's Dave. I'm stealing his exclusives. So. <sighs> I actually was pretty happy. This this Friday, they did release like a new Turtle 4-pack um, that had the more vibrant colors for the Turtles and the interchangeable heads. <clears throat> and they also released um, Biff Tannen from Back to the Future Part 2 at the beginning. Oh, that's or cool. Or Griff Tannen. It was Griff Tannen, where oh. he's got like the hoverboards don't work on water. Unless you have more power. <laughs> So they released that. They did release um, a uh, Lon Chaney as the Wolfman in black and white. <clears throat> uh, do you got a smoke mat? I think if I have a sweet, sweet menthol, it'll soothe my throat. I, I, I don't. <sighs> you good over there? Oh, yeah. That, that, that hit the spot. That was good. That good. Was good. So then um, they did release uh, a Fugitoid uh, Mirage Turtle comic. That one, they didn't have in a lot of the stores. I was able to get that one online. But oddly enough, it was supposed to go live at 9 a.m. It didn't go live until like 1130. Hmm. So I'm wondering if they're going to do that with certain things here and there. Um, And they did release a Dem- Demona from the Gargoyles. Remember that show? I, I, On the Disney? I, used, to love Dis- yeah. I used to love Gargoyles. So they're, they're doing a... a they have Necro- all the OG figures. <clears throat> I think I sent you a picture of them. Yes. Yeah, yeah at uh, Niagara Emporium. So they uh, they did the they did Goliath and Thalog already. So they just released Demona. I was I was fortunate enough. I found one of those at Target. The Target that I went to was actually pretty well stocked. I was quite surprised. Um, so I was able to get the two things I wanted. I was pretty happy. Um, this Friday, we'll see what happens. There's supposed to be a super. Bebop and Mighty Rocksteady, which was the Turtles when uh, the Bebop and Rocksteady when they were robots. Yeah, it's supposed to be a cartoon version of Token Raza that's going to be a holothon thing. Um, there's going to be different exclusives every day, and uh, some of the cool stuff they're doing is like the they're releasing figures with signatures. So they did like an Elvira where you could get Elvira like the regular Elvira figure for thirty bucks. Or you could get the Elvira Signature Edition for a hundred. Hmm. They did the same thing with the Fugitoid, where you could get like uh, a Kevin Eastman signature with the Fugitoid for a hundred, or you could just get the regular one for thirty. And then, like the one that I thought that was really kind of odd, which they had like several of, was they had like a RuPaul Chia pet that you could get that was autographed by RuPaul. Oh, thank God! Well, they're going to be. So I'm curious to see what other autographs I'm they have sure. in store. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they got some interesting ones. So. Very but good, good luck to you. This uh, this Friday will be week two, and then so on and so forth. So I don't know. They haven't really. They've done a lousy job of like telling you what is going to be going up each week. It's just kind of been like crapshoot surprise, right? Yeah, one of those things. Yeah, like you can't you. even go to the you can't even go to the Target app and search it and have it pop up. You have to go through a specific link to get to it. It's just a headache. 
Yeah, it sounds like not impossible, sure. but definitely not user friendly. Right. So good luck to you. Yeah. Good luck. Best of luck. But all right, I think that is it for news for the first time in probably this this year. It might be, yeah, might be. We're gonna read some comic books, and of course, with the excitement. I forgot how to read. <laughs> is it left to right or right to left? I think it's right to left. Good thing this pitches. I'll just figure it out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're going to read some comic books. And, of course, in the spirit of Moon Knight coming out next week, we both have Moon Knight books. Uh, I have Moon Knight's very first comic book appearance, Ooh. which I'm excited to read for you all. It is from a story called Werewolf by Night, issue number Which we're 32. supposed to be getting a um, Halloween special entitled that for on Disney+. Plus. Are we really? Yeah. that's. I have never heard of this property before, so that is cool. Um, the cover's pretty sweet. It shows Moon Knight and, uh, you know, the werewolf fighting each other. First page opens up, and Moon Knight is, like, doing this double reverse axe handle thing, punching him right in the face. It's in an alley. And the story's called The Stalker Called Moon Knight. And, uh, yeah, here comes Is he like tool. DDP? <laughs> what do you mean? Remember when DDP stalked The Undertaker's wife? Oh. <laughs> was it kind of like that? Uh, I don't know if it was that bad. I don't know. This is an interesting usage of him, uh, we'll, we'll say. Well, even like if you think about how Wolverine was introduced in The Incredible Hulk, it's like, well, that was kind of a weird way to introduce him. Yeah. This one's extra weird. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know Moon Knight in depth, but this one, it, it comes off a little weird. But, uh, yeah, they're fighting. They're fighting. They're going back and forth. There's a bunch of people looking around. But, yeah, it's it's, you know. Werewolf tries to bite his, like, neck. Moon Knight punches him in the face. Just back and forth, back and forth. It flashes back to a couple days prior, and uh, and the wolf dude, his actual name is, oh, God, is it, like, Richard? Tricky Dick. Jack, no, it's Jack Russell. Excuse me. So with yep. the Jack, I think it's Jack Russell. Yes, it is. Like the terrier. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so clever. But, yeah, it, they show, like, a flashback where he actually kills his friends and stuff. It's a very horrific thing. They're on, like, a snowy mountain. They were on vacation, and, and he transferred into the werewolf and ended up killing, like, one of his friends. So um, he, he takes it really hard. But because of this, because of killing his friends as the werewolf, uh, a bunch, a, a group of uh, very rich people put money up for... Uh, yeah, it was Jack, definitely Jack Russell to kill. So Moon Knight's like a mercenary in this. I don't know if that's how he's perceived always. I, I, I mean, his stuff is very mystical. But for his, this debut here, he's pretty much a mercenary. And they're willing to pay him $10,000 uh, for his body. So that's why Moon Knight's going after him and fighting Now him. he's hunting the dog from Frasier. <laughs> little, little Eddie. Little <laughs> Yeah, it's basically what's going on. But, yeah, so they fight and they fight and they fight, and eventually uh, Moon Knight knocks him out. He knocks him out. The cops start to show up. It's it's more, it's not so much dialogue. It's a lot of one of those very action-heavy books, which is kind of cool for Moon Knight. Um, at one point, Werewolf has him knocked out. Jack Russell has him knocked out, and uh, it seems he's going to get it, but uh, Moon Knight knocks him out with a billy club and starts to drag him away to a helicopter. So we can go collect his uh, go collect his money. So that's kind of it. It's a quick. Uh, it's not a. It's a decent read. It's a decent read by old standards. So back in the, the older day, the books actually. Was I feel se- like seventies was a weird time. Man. Seventy. I feel like actually the books were better in length back then than they are now. I feel like comic book publishers have no problem giving you like a, a eight page book like now filled yeah, with dog yeah. shit. This one actually, I feel like there's a lot of substance to it. But I mean, there's fighting. There is dialogue. I'm not saying that. But the overall thing is that they're it's it's a big fight with some flashback sequences. But it's a it's a pretty cool debut for Moon Knight. You know, especially this character, this werewolf by night, who's you know often forgotten. So, <clears throat> so I I I picked a book solely by its cover. I judged it immediately by its cover, which the cover has nothing to do with what was inside. So I am reading from 1985, Moon Knight, Fist of Khonshu, number six. Um, and it starts off with Moon Knight kind of squatted down on a, on a tree branch in a very tropical-looking um, setting. 
and it says uh, the, the days are long and the island of the South Caribbean. Life is slow and savor to the fullest. There's a summer breeze sweeps th- through the trees. And if you listen closely, you can hear the voices calling. What a terrible evil. And we see him and right in the background, like it's a tropical place, right? And in the back room, you see Ma- Mother White's pancakes. Like it's a little, little diner okay. behind him. And it says, The Last White Knight. Uh, and inside, we see uh, four ruffians um, talking talking about the uh, the skag that they're selling. He's like, yeah, I'm selling more skag than anybody. What's skag? Is it like a drug? Yeah, that's they, they don't say right away, but as you read into it, yeah, I think it's like heroin. Okay. And they're talking about uh, they're selling enough skag so they can do the sacrament. And they're handing in money, and then... Um, we see this this woman behind the counter, which <clears throat> is we know we now control all the drug traffic on the island. We're number one, boys. Let's stay number one. Now then, let's get to the sacrament. And she's opening up the back door, and bam, Moon Knight busts in through the, the overhead glass. Suddenly, bam, he busts in. They're starting to shoot at him. He's throwing his uh, moon like boomerangs at him and disarming them. He's fighting them. Um, Thuds everywhere. He knocks out another one, and then as he's doing that, we 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 see the the back door fly open. And he says, "Please help me, help me!" And we see this emaciated man in a diaper running up out of the door. And then the 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 woman who was uh, behind the counter, she says, "You've ruined the sacrament." She pulls out like this AK forty-seven. She starts shooting at Moon Knight, and he he tackles the 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 diaper man who was escaping who was uh, expected to be the sacrament he tackles him to to uh, avoid him getting shot by the bullets and then uh, this woman who had the the gun she goes that's it run run little man run while you can the island it's not so big so we'll find you and i'm going to make you die for what you've done moon knight you hear me and then as he's running out the door um we see this woman walk in and she's all clad in leather. She she he like bumps into her as he's leaving, okay. and he's getting threatened. She's like, "Who who the heck was that?" And uh, she's talking to the the woman who I'm assuming this is this is Mother White, right? Because it seems like it's her pancake shop. He's <laughs> selling the skag. And she goes, "What the heck happened here?" She says to Mother White, and she goes, "Don't concern yourself, child." Um. Do you have the appropriate information for me? She goes, yeah, I can get it for you. She goes, good. She hands her a bag of skag. It looks like white powder. It's either cocaine or heroin. It's not good, not good. Um, and then we see um, this woman who was given the drugs. She she walks out and she leaves. Drives off. <clears throat> and then we see Moon Knight. Uh, he's taking the, the, the diaper man who escaped, and he returns him to his his mother and father. Um, and he tells them, you know, I'm returning your son to you. And they're very grateful. He's like, all I need to do is use your phone. And he's like, sorry, we don't got a phone because this is 1985, you see. Mm. Um, so we see Moon Knight in a phone booth, and he's making a phone call. And uh, he's um, saying that there's some unsavory characters. We don't know who he's talking about. They're child snatching. They're using drugs. Um and this is Mother White. She's a real prize for 100, 400 pounds of fat. And and she hefts an M60 like a, like a roll of bounty. I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming the, 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 the quicker picker-upper. Yes, the quicker one. Tell you what. Run, run and make a, a certain... Oh, okay. Take a run at a certain Mercedes. So the Mercedes was the, the car that the girl who was given the drugs, she drove off in the Mercedes. I'm not good with cars. Sorry, folks. And then we see this beautiful penthouse building, super tall. We look inside, and it's like normal shag carpeting with like one of those oval couches that you saw in Scarface. Oh, yeah. But And there's a stripper pole and some nice artwork. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really nice looking for the 80s. <laughs> right? Uh, and we see this photograph of this n- young girl, and it says, I love mom, in the corner. And as we're seeing that, we, we cut over, and now we see the bathroom, and we see the, the woman who left, who Moon Knight ran into, who left, Ma- she, she was talking to Mama, Mama White, Mother White, and she got, uh, she got some drugs, and we see her, and she's taking down her boot, 
because apparently that's the only good vein she's got left. And she's shooting up with heroin. And uh, she goes, easy now. Not too far. Oh, that's much better. She's an ecstasy using that stuff. And then uh, she hears something. She goes, what is that? Is that a cop? She goes, well, I used to be a cop. Where's that glow coming from? She walks in and we see uh, Moon Knight sitting there conjuring up some kind of spell. And uh, he takes like the, there's like a, a cross on his chest with like the hoop okay. on, the, on the top. And he actually takes that emblem like off his chest and he's using it to conjure some spell that he's involved in. Then we go back to Mother White's pancake shop and she's paying off the cops. Um, because the cops know that they they take unwanted children for their their uh, ritual, so she's paying them off. And then at this point, we see that she's kind of got like vampire teeth. Okay. We go back to the nice apartment, um, and Moon Knight's talking to this woman, and that's where we find out she was a cop. Um, he's like, "How how could you be a cop and now you're taking drugs?" And she's like, "Well, you know, when you live on this island for as long as I have, you know, you're you're." Your mind gets worn down, your body gets worn down, and nothing nothing is good. Everything's just the same and mundane. Um, so she uh she got addicted to heroin and he's like, I don't I don't know who you are, and she's like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Um so he's he's gonna try to help her out of this this drug uh, circle that she's in. And that's where we also find out that the picture we saw earlier, that's her daughter. And when she went on this case to shut down the heroin, that's how she got addicted. So then the feds took her daughter away from her, and now she's trying to get her life back in order to get her daughter back. So Moon Knight's going to help her. Um, so as as this is going on, she gets a phone call from Mother White. And Mother White's like, I know who's at your apartment last night. It was Moon Knight. This is what we're going to do. Set him up. See, set him up. Have him meet you at this place at this time. So she agrees because she's addicted to heroin. So she's a slave to her, to her, um, her, her drug habit. So Moon Knight goes to meet her there. Obviously, you know, the other guys jump him. He's like, Moon Knight, I can't believe you did this to me. So they, they start fighting him. They actually wind up knocking Moon Knight out. Uh, they drive him back to Mama White's uh, pancake shop. And uh, from there, they have him tied up. And they're going to do the ritual on him because he cost them their last ritual. So Mama White's saying how uh, the, the, she he's going to be able to feed them and her, her four helpers for... for quite a while and that's when uh the former cop who's addicted to heroin she comes back and because she feels guilty she's like i've just let him die by giving him to mother white so she comes back and she's like mother white you can't do this and that's when moon knight's like oh you know you don't have to worry about me being chained up it's full moon tonight and he like rips the chains off and then he starts fighting back and that's when mother white Takes takes her pistol and she points it at the the girl and she's like I will shoot her head I'll blow her brains out you stay you stay put Moon Knight that's when he uses more of his crescent boomerangs he knocks the go- gun over and then um, he beats up the henchman and uh, he goes to run away and that's where Mother White she starts opening up on him with a AK forty seven but he laid a trap for her so as she was coming up the stairs there was a there's a hole there and she went down there. And then uh, that's when Moon Knight thinks it's all over. But the girl's like, hey, you can't. Like, there's there's gas fumes down there for her cooking. And if she keeps firing, the place is going to... And then kaboom, the whole place blows up. And uh, all said and done, Moon Knight's like, all right, I'm leaving this island. My work is done. I've shut down that that uh, that organization. And he, he's going to walk and he gets a phone call from someone who he, he works with. And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we yeah, the place is blown up. Uh, we found, you know, every we found Mother White and three of her accomplices, and one is still out on the loose at large. And he's like, "What?" And then we see a shot of the uh, the swanky apartment again, and um, <clears throat> the the woman who lives there who was addicted to heroin. She's like, "It's over, it's over. I'm done. I'm done with heroin." She throws the needle in the garbage. She's looking at the picture of her daughter, and that's where the henchman he walks in, he busts the door open, he just shoots her, kills her, and then right after he kills her, Moon Knight walks in. He's like, damn it. And then the guy's like, oh, no, it's Moon Knight. We'll get you get back. <clears throat> and he runs into the glass window and he falls to his death. And then Moon Knight's like, ah, oh, fuck. The end. That's it. It's over. It's over. I'm going to smoke some more. You going to smoke some more? My voice is getting so harassed me. 
So that, that's my Moon Knight. I thought it was interesting. I liked it. That was a good book. Yeah, I liked it quite a, a bit. A lot to it. It was a lot more uh, to it than I thought, and it was uh, it was entertaining to read. Yeah. So good. So yeah, there's so there's Moon Knight for you. I don't know if we'll pick a character next week or something. Maybe I want to do another Moon Knight until the show hits. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Right next week is when it starts. Right. I believe. Yeah, it'll be the day after next we record. Wednesday. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm cool with doing more Moon Knight. I'm intrigued. Cool. Yeah. So let's do another week of Moon Knight for comic book readings, everybody. We'll be back next week. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. As per usual, on behalf of Will and myself. And Stooley Steve, motherfucker! Enjoy shitting, Stooley. Now this is podcasting! Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs>